Good morning, 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 ladies and gentlemen. And I say morning, it's because I'm recording this in the morning, but if you're listening in the evening, good evening. What's that old thing that Ronnie Corbett used to do? Good morning, good evening, good night. It's Ronnie Corbett, I think it was anyway. Anyway, I am rambling right at the beginning of the podcast, so you can see where this one's going to go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 97 hell 97 episodes uh, of the Moyes Health Podcast. Thank you once again for tuning in and I do hope over the next 20 minutes or so I've got a decent amount of fat for you to chew on as far as things to ponder over and reflections to make because you know as I've said a million times now that's what this podcast is all about to make you think to make you think about the things that we discuss and therefore apply that to your own lives and the way in which you approach things because you know we get lost in the day-to-day we get lost in the mundane and the things we need to do and sometimes it is incredibly important that we pull ourselves out of that to really consider the way that we're approaching our lives to really consider the way we're conducting ourselves etc so without further ado welcome to 97 welcome to the lazy generation and away we go let's discuss Okay, so I should probably start by confirming what I mean in the title of this podcast by the lazy generation. I don't mean in terms of our grandkids, kids, etc. That's not what I mean by generation. What I mean by generation is what we have at our disposal nowadays. If you look in every single walk of life, we have the easiest access into every area. If you want to watch a movie... You no longer need to go to the cinema. You might have to wait a few weeks, but, you know, that's getting shorter and shorter. Remember the days when we had to wait like six months? Anyway, I digress. You no longer have to go to the cinema to watch it. You can stream it immediately into your own home. You have a TV which has hundreds, if not thousands, of different channels. You have multiple streaming services that gives you access to every program, every film you can think of, most of them since the beginning of televisual existence. If you want to listen to music, you have Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, etc. You have an abundance. Every single track and song that's ever been released is available to you. If you want to find more obscure stuff, videos, music, etc., old TV shows, you have YouTube. Again, right at your fingertips. When it comes to information, we have not just an encyclopedic knowledge at our fingertips, but we have more computing power than they had to put us on the frigging moon in the palm of our hand. And if you want something, if you want some food, if you want a product, a service, it is immediately available to you right to your door. So, taking all of these things into account, we are living in the lazy generation because everything can be brought to us. Sat on our sofa with nothing but a smartphone in our hands, we have access to everything. We don't ever need to move. Hell, we can even earn money from being sat on our asses. Don't get me started on things like Bitcoin, etc. But my point is, everything is available to us. We don't need to wait. We don't need to delay. We don't need to procrastinate. Impatience has become currency. Every single thing we possibly want 
if we have to wait 24 hours for it, it is too long. Amazon, for example, will even deliver you a product in the UK by 10 p.m. that night. 10 p.m. I can order it in the morning and have it later that day. I couldn't get that service growing up for my own family, let alone from a, a multinational company. Now, don't get me wrong. All of this is great. You know, we have streaming services, Amazon, all that stuff, etc. I'm not saying that impactly this is a bad thing. Uh, if you look at COVID-19, for example, when everyone was in lockdown, the world opened its eyes to homeworking, uh, as I touched on in the last podcast. And so, so many more people work from home on their devices. We have super fast internet. Now, I'm 34. I remember growing up with the old... Excuse the sound effect, but you know the one I mean. You, I remember growing up with that noise when you logged onto the internet and fuck me, if someone picked up the phone, game over. Whatever you were doing, that was it. It was over. You were logged off. Internet connections shut down, but this was the norm. And I'm not adverse to technology moving on. Technology gives me the opportunity to do exactly what I'm doing right now, which is report, re, reporting, re, recording something which can hopefully benefit you guys. But we do have this natural impatience and complacency that has been brought along with all of this access to technology. The problem is because pretty much everything is available at our fingertips almost instantly, we don't really experience the art of having to wait for things anymore. But the problem is some of the best things that we can ever experience and achieve come through time and persistence come through patience if you look at relationships etc some of the most successful relationships are those that didn't kind of speed along at lightning fast speed there's a lot to be said for not putting out on the first date <laughs> because it builds other areas of a relationship now that's a whole podcast that i could go down in a different way but my point is that it's good to wait for things. In fact, when you think about it, everything that's worthwhile in life is worth waiting for. Some of the best relationships around you, not just your other half, but your friendships as well, they're things that have been built over time through little nuggets of time, little kind of nuances and interactions little jokes and discussions, all of these things have built the framework of some of the best relationships that you have. And now that brings me quite nicely into my sector. Because everybody for many, many years now has been searching for quick fixes when it comes to fitness, fat loss, transformation, etc. But it's, it's just not possible. A quick fix in the speed of which you know, such as you can listen to music or watch a film, etc., or order something. It's not possible. The only way that is possible is with some very, very extreme physical intervention, which is probably something that you don't really want to go down. And that's based upon experience of working briefly in that sector. My point is that transformation, it takes time. But that's kind of what it's all about, so many people obsess over the destination of what they want to achieve, where they want to be, but they forget about the importance of the experience along the way. 
this podcast is based around my life and based around the things I've gone through and the lessons that I've learned. But I can't learn all those lessons within a tiny little window of time and have them be valid. I need to go through them. I need to feel them. I need to endure them to be able to give the best perspective on this is the shit I've gone through. This is my advice to you, the listener. It can't just be a case of here's some information. Thanks very much. When it comes to fat loss and transformation, your body takes time to reduce your body fat, to burn it. The evolution of your physique takes time. Strength building, hypertrophy takes time. But because we are so locked into the current mantra of fast, give it everything immediately, I want it and I want it now, we've lost the ability to wait. Somewhere along the way, in all of this myriad of technology and the evolution of that, we have lost our ability to be patient and to recognize that good things come to those who wait. Thank you, Guinness, for that one. In a world where everything is on demand, everything is immediate, fat loss and that level of transformation and the achievement that comes from it can never be. Because everything that you've ever achieved quickly in that sector has usually rebounded. Even my Made by Moist program, it is a fast fat loss program by nature. But I still make sure that it is underpinned with sustainable framework. Because the problem is, if you go down the extreme caloric deficits that come off of the back of shake diets, etc., you're ultimately changing your behavior radically in a very, very small space of time. And so you're not going to keep that behavior going. You know, find me an 80 or 90 year old that's still drinking shakes and not having solid food. My point is that we must underpin behaviors with sustainable framework, even if we accelerate the size of the deficit or increase the size of the deficit to accelerate fat loss. But even still, on the Made by Moist program, there's a reason why it is six or eight weeks long, depending on if it's the mini or the full length program. It's because it still takes time. Your body needs a chance to do its thing. In the same way that you build relationships with those around you is the same way that you transform. But the Made by Moist program, any of my programs, in fact, are not just about the end point. They're about the journey along the way. Multiple times on both guises of my programs, I will discuss with my clients, what are you experiencing? What have you gone through? ensure that they understand that it is not a straight line from point A to point B. You know, thanks very much, achieved my goal, brilliant. It's about what you experience along the way. The scale fuckery, the undulations, what you experience as far as the trials, the tribulations, the difficulties, the obstacles you have to overcome, trying to elope your life and the program and find synergy between those two things so you can still live, you can still progress, and you're not compromising either of those factors. Because those scales are always, they're always trying to balance themselves between living your life and embracing social events and everything that comes along with a good quality of life. And, of course, achieving your goal. Because the goal's achievement is just a principle, calorie deficit, when it comes to fat loss anyway. However, we need to make sure that we still live at the same time. Otherwise, we venture too close to the sun, the black hole that is dieting. 
And again, dieting tends to be a quick fix. I have gained body fat. I want to get rid of it immediately. Get it gone. But that's not how it works. Let me give you a good analogy for this one. If you walked into your house with a sledgehammer and you smashed the shit out of your walls and you walked around the house smashing everything to pieces, you cannot fix that overnight. It's going to take time to rebuild and repair those walls, to put everything back the way that it was, or better even. And the thing that's important to understand is that you smash through your walls. You smash through your life with a fucking sledgehammer, which led you to the point where you lost control of your eating habits, perhaps not even understanding them properly in the first place. You lost control of your activity level, maybe weren't mindful to actually use your body. Believe me, look into later generations for those that are sedentary and those that are active, and you will see a huge disparity between those two groups. It is vital that we are active in some way, shape or form in our lives to ensure longevity and to make sure we're using our bodies. If we don't use them, we lose them. But as I said, it would take time to repair your home because of the damage that is done and it takes time to repair your body, it takes time to repair your physique, your relationship with food, your relationship with exercise and activity. I'm still, still to this day having conversations with people that genuinely believe that copious amounts of cardio is what is required to lose body fat, which A, tells me my job is not done and B, tells me that people are still in this extreme mindset but what you must understand is that the damage that has been done to lead you to the point where you need to jump onto a program or implement some more drastic changes you cannot undo that overnight because if you think you have undone it overnight then you are sadly mistaken because it's easy to implement temporary behaviors We've all done it. A couple of weeks, month even, of extreme approach, but we can't sustain it. And so it's very, very easy in the moment to feel like you are healed, to feel like you have achieved, to feel like that is it, job done, thanks very much, going to crack on with my life. But here's the thing. And again, here's my favorite sentence for a podcast. I have spoken about this in previous podcasts. Most people that enter deficits. Most people that I coach, be it in my academy or be it on Made by Moyes, have no recent perception of what normal eating is. Because A, some of them come into the program with little understanding of nutrition. And so we have to start from ground zero where that's concerned, truly understanding what it is that we're consuming and what it takes, the principle behind fat loss and thermogenesis. But also, Prior to the program, they were eating like a dickhead. No control, mindless, same thing with movement. On the program, as much as there is sustainable underpinnings and the educational side of things, we're still enacting a caloric deficit. So that's not normal eating because we're still restricting calories. Normal eating comes after the reverse diet. And when we get them to maintenance and we remove the NutriChecks, we remove the MyFitnessPals, where they experience, and this is key, where they experience maintaining. 
where they get used to seeing small pound or two pound fluctuations on the scales week to week because their body is just sitting comfortably within a range. Where they get used to not chasing a lower number. Where they get used to eating a healthy and good amount of food. Being aware of the calories they're consuming, the choices that they're making and undulating that throughout the week, throughout the weekend to experience and be in maintenance calories but also to live their lives at the same time. Very few people, if any, have been at that stage when they come to my door. And where is this in terms of linking it in to the grand scheme of this podcast? Well, it's about experience. And an experience is not the same as experience. Experience over time. To truly know how to maintain your weight, you must experience maintaining your weight, doing all of the things that contribute to that maintenance. Time is something which we value so much, but also so little. And in a time period where everything is handed to us almost instantly, our disconnect with our relationship of experience and time and its necessity is becoming wider and wider, the void between us. And so this is why on this particular podcast, I want to remind you that good things, the best things, come to those who wait. It's one of the reasons that being a parent is so rewarding, or training a dog even is <laughs> so rewarding. I know, weird jump there, but go with it. It's because it takes time. It's not one thing, it's patience, it's persistence, it's overcoming frustrations, it's navigating problems, it's understanding problems, it's learning, it's evolving. These are the things that add the most value to our lives. But the problem is with these superficial dopamine hits we get from immediate gratification, we forget the value of waiting. So there we go. That's my two pence for this week. Nothing wrong with being a part of the lazy generation. We all are. However, we must remember that there are certain things that we mustn't try to rush. There are certain things that we must understand need time. Things that as much as we want to experience them and to accomplish them tomorrow... We must give them the time and the respect of which they deserve to ensure that we don't slip backwards. To ensure that everything that we do, every change that we make, every evolution in our life is cemented and is sustained. So in closing, when you step away from this podcast today, the thing that I want you to think about is to remember that all of the the individual things that you've done, the steps that you've done today, the calories of which you've logged, the choices of which you've made, the way in which you've thought, the planning that you've done, I want you to remember that all of these things, although tiny, insignificant things in, or seemingly in the grand scale of things, all of those pieces of the jigsaw puzzle add up to the picture that the puzzle is trying to reveal. They are all incredibly important. Baby steps lead to marathons, as they say. 
And so I want you to remember, it's still bloody important, but I want you to remember that that instant gratification of, I've done my steps, I've done my calories, where's my reward of lower number on the scales? It's not that simple. And it's about what you do over time. Focus on the changes that you're making and your results will look after themselves. Don't put the cart before the horse in the sense of, I'm making changes, where's my results? Focus on making the changes because that is what's required to sustain and that is what's required to give you the experience. Embrace the journey, the experience, but recognize that it's not about the destination. It is about everything that you learn along the way that cements everything that you are about and are currently achieving. Ladies and gents, thank you once again for your time. Remember, accept the things of which you cannot change. Have the courage to change the things that you can and the wisdom to know the difference. And I will be ramming that quote down your throats as often as I possibly can because I promise you when you really look into those words, you'll find much more inner peace than perhaps you enter these podcasts with. I will see you on 98. And as always, feedback is always welcome, folks. Apple Podcasts, jump on, leave a little review, a rating. Even better, send me a message. At Chris Moyes on Instagram, what did you think? What did you take from this episode? Anything you'd like to add to it? And most importantly, any topics that you'd like me to cover in the future? For now, though, I bid you farewell. Enjoy your weeks and happy Halloween. Toodles.